Podcast Answer Man, episode number 111. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Today, I have a full show worth of information I want to share and talk about. We're going to talk a little bit more about voicemail options. We're going to talk about podcasting with a purpose and rebranding shows. We'll have some of your voicemail feedback and all that and more in this episode right now. Hey, folks, I am so glad to be back for another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. And wow, was I surprised at all the feedback that I got from the voicemail episode. So many of you out there, I I knew that this was like the number one question that I had got from all of my consulting clients, but it had been so long since I talked about voicemail options uh, that that I, I guess many new subscribers, it was the first time you heard me talk about it. So episode 109 generated a lot of feedback, and I'm very excited about that. And of course, during the episode number 109, we had talked about the various options out there, some free services such as the k7.net and uh, other various options for voicemail. And I had shared in the episode that I prefer using what I use right now, which is broad voice. It's not really a toll for, it's not really set up to be just a voicemail service. It's a full blown voice over IP telephone service for your house. And it's something that I, that's the, the actual reason why I purchased that system when I went with it. And uh, we were replacing our home system at the time. But I've, I, when I went into podcasting full time and began to do weekly shows with live call-ins and, and stuff like that, I went back to the home landline instead of voice over IP. But I kept that service because I was so impressed with the audio quality and ease of use of the voicemail system. And so it's always been my listener line. Now, I got some great feedback. I'm going to share two of them with you. Charlie Hughes uh, sent in a comment on the blog post or the show notes for episode 109. He says, hey, Cliff, I'm using Call 8 uh, for my podcast voicemail. It's only $2 per month, and it emails you a file right after the message is left. It works pretty well. And so, Charlie, first of all, thank you very much for leaving that voicemail or that uh, comment on the blog. And, of course, my great friend over at uh, School of Podcasting, Dave Jackson, sent me an email. And he says, hey, Cliff, I heard you speaking with Carrie from the Words to Mouth podcast about voicemail. I use a toll-free service. It's $2 a month and $0.06 a minute. So my typical bill is around 5 bucks on a good month. It's called Call 8. The quality is about as good as the K7 phone line. They do email you a WAV file, but it's low bitrate, and you can also play the file when you're logged into the account online. They have an affiliate program where you get a commission on the amount of time the number is used, so it could be residual income for you and the family. I have about 25, or 20 people signed up, and I don't do a thing, and I get about 30 bucks a month. You know, penny makes pennies make dollars, as they say. He says, have a blessed day, and don't forget to tell your mom or, or don't forget about your mom tomorrow. And of course, he sent that in, uh, I guess, maybe on Saturday, the day before Mother's Day. Anyway, Dave and, and Charlie, thank you for telling me about Call 8. And in fact, you guys both inspired me to create a new page on my website uh, over at podcastanswerman.com slash voicemail, all one word. And 
Uh, basically, this is I'm going to read to you if you don't mind it, it just real quickly. I put uh, voicemail for podcasters. I strongly feel the most valuable content that you can ever include in your podcast is the voice of those who listen to your show. Reading blog comments and emails from your listeners is an easy place to start. However, why not take your listener feedback to the next level? Simply listen to the professional sound that comes from this audio clip that I play in one of my weekly Lost podcasts that I produce for the TV show Lost. Note, the first listen let's see, the first listener that you'll hear in this audio clip is none other than Jorge Garcia, who is the actor that plays Hurley in the TV show Lost. So what I'm going to do for you now is I'm going to play this audio clip for you guys. Yes. Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure, go ahead. Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Toy. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. All right, so there you go. We play that in our show on the weekends for the Weekly Lost Podcast. And uh, so I'm going to continue reading on here. It says, setting up a voicemail slash listener line uh, for your show could not, be, could not be any easier than it is. There are a few options to choose from. I'm going to list the most popular services out there and give you my opinion on each service. Now, you've probably already heard this, but this is very clear and succinct and to the, perp- to the point. So I'm going to read through this real quick. Option one, of course, we've already covered in episode 109. It is the K7 service. It's actually K7 Unified, Mes- Unified Messaging. It provides you with a free phone number that enables you to have your voicemail messages delivered to your computer via um, email as a wave document or as a wave audio file. All K7 numbers are assigned randomly to from an in, let's see from an available list number uh, number list in area code 206. Calls made to your K7 number are long distance for people who are outside the Seattle Washington area. The main benefit or and draw of K7 is the fact that of course the service is completely free. However, there is one major drawback, and I did share this before, and I'll share it again now. The K7 website states that they only desire to provide numbers to customers that will use their service. If a K7 number is inactive for more than 30 days, they will terminate your account for non-use. In my mind, this is unacceptable. Another drawback to the K7 service is the audio quality of the calls is not that great. They're not terrible, but they're not that great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So basically, it's it's the 30 day termination policy that's enough for me to make this uh, a non you know it, it's a non negotiable. I I realize there are a lot of people using the K7 service, but the, the they're having to call in every three weeks in the event that their listeners aren't leaving feedback. So if you like take a month off or take two months off or something like that and you come back and you forgot to call your voicemail number, well, guess what? All those episodes where you've given your phone number out, uh, well, that number no longer works. Or worse, it's going to somebody else because they just divvied up the number and gave it to someone else. So option number two now is this call eight. And folks, let me tell you, I spent a great deal of my morning evaluating the call eight service. Let me go ahead and and read to you what I wrote here. Call 8 is a fully integrated toll-free service. Toll-free. So you get get toll-free numbers there. All right. 
It's a toll-free service that offers traditional 1-800 service with complete set of online tools to manage and track your toll-free numbers in real time. Most importantly, they inc- they also include the ability for you to send your toll-free number directly to their free voicemail service. So they also have a free voicemail service included in this package. Just as with the other options, it is very easy to set up so that voicemails are immediately forwarded to your email account as a wave audio file. There is a cost associated with the Call 8 service. However, the cost for the service is as low as $2 per month and you're only charged pennies per minute, which is actually 6.9 cents per minute of real-time usage on your account. So, for example, if you had uh, the $2 a month number, but by the way, just so you know, they have, it, like if you do an 888 or an 877 or an 866 number, uh, those are $2 a month. If you want a 1-800 number, it's $5 a month. I went ahead and got an 800 number uh, for for the use of my testing this out. And you know what? I like the idea of having an 800 number, and I'm thinking I'm probably going to use it. Uh, but let me let me get through here and you'll understand how I'm going to use it. All right. So anyway, um, let's just say you take the two dollar a month option. And if you have the two dollar a month free toll free phone number and you receive 30 voicemails that are three minutes in length each, your total bill for the month would only be eight dollars and twenty one cents. Now, that's if you have a full three minute voicemail from 30 or 30 different times throughout the month. That's one voicemail every day of the month. So, I I mean really, under 10 bucks you're getting voicemail. That's pretty awesome, I think. There are two other added benefits of the Call 8 service. First off, the phone number is a toll-free number. Taking away the possibility of long-distance charges will only serve to increase the number of listeners who will call your feedback line. The second additional advantage is that by getting your call, by getting your number through clicking through my K8 affiliate link, I get a commission on your use of the Call 8 service. So the question is, is there any drawbacks to the Call 8 service? Now, I will tell you that I found two, and I had to be kind of nitpicky on these. Anyway, first of all, uh, if I'm completely honest, first you have the audio quality of the voicemails. It's very similar to that of K7. In fact, let me go ahead and stop right here and, re- and, and give you a little bit of a sample. First of all, I'm going to give you a voicemail that came in on that I, these are both where I left them for myself using the same telephone here in my studio. I just picked up the phone and I dialed, this first one is going to be my broad voice. This is my normal every single day voicemail hotline for all of our podcasts for Podcast Answer Man and GSPN.TV. And this is the sound of the quality of that recording. Hey everybody, this is Cliff and I am doing a voicemail test on the broad voice, broad voice system, testing this audio quality as compared to the uh, call quality of Call 8. So thank you very much. All right, so there you go. You get to hear the quality of that call. Now I'm going to give you the quality of the Call 8 service. This is a test. One, two, three. I'm testing out the audio quality of the Call 8 voicemail service. And uh, we'll see how this sounds. Thank you very much. All right, so there you go. You have both services. That's what they sound like. And the only thing I will tell you is I'm just going to click right here. Hey, everybody. Okay, and you heard just a shh. 
and then you heard my voice. Now, I do have some static on my line in the studio that's pretty noticeable. However, um, here, here again, this is the static on vo- Broad Voice right there. And here's the static on that comes through on call eight. This is a test one, two, three. So, I mean, it, I mean, come on, I'm being picky, right? Seriously? Uh, I, yeah, I know. That's just who I am. But anyway, the Call 8 service, the sound quality right here again. This is a test. One, two, three. I'm testing out the audio quality. So, I mean, it's not bad. It's Like I said, it's not terrible. So let me go on. Uh, again, the call quality is not terrible. Uh, it's just that I'm used to the using or used to the higher quality recording of my listeners due to the use of uh, the next option that I'll be talking about. The only other drawback to the service is that setting up your custom greeting actually requires you to dial into a number that charges you 6.9 cents per minute to record your incoming message. Now I wrote down what I was going to say ahead of time and with a few stops and re-records because I'm a perfectionist, it took me about nine minutes to uh, actually get the greeting set up the way that I wanted to. Now, with all of that, it still was under a dollar for me to call in, and that's really only a one-time thing. So, um, yeah, the the, the Call 8 service, very, very cool service for, I mean, honestly, if if you're only going to have a couple calls per month, it it really will be under five bucks. I mean, if you're going to have a lot of calls, it could be anywhere between 10, 15 bucks. And, and, and hey, even if I get zero calls per month, I'm paying with Broad Voice 1542. So it is definitely, uh, it is definitely an option and a viable option. And one that I'm very thankful for Charlie and uh, Dave Jackson over there at School of Podcasting for telling me about. And if you guys don't mind, um, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash voicemail instead of going directly to the site. And where uh, you'll you'll see option number two where it says um, uh, call eight, you'll see, you'll see a link that says click here to sign up. And if you use that link, I get commission on any of those calls. And it helps out over here at gspn.tv and podcastanswerman.com. All right, and then option three, of course, is Broad Voice. Now, I went on and on about Broad Voice in episode 109, so I'm not going to go ahead and reintroduce the whole thing. Uh, It works really great. In fact, what I did is I have an 800 number. I'm going to try to think about what I want to do with this 800 number. See, for for me right now, um, I've got 1,400 podcast episodes that I've recorded, and in the early days of podcasting, I probably have about 60, maybe 60 or 70 podcasts where I had an old J2.com um, voicemail number uh, back in the day when J2 had a free service that they had offered. And, you know, so basically if somebody listens to those old files and they try to call the phone number, it was like an old 413 number or something like that. Uh, they, they, I don't know who they'll get. They'll probably get somebody else. Because that number was recycled to somebody else. Anyway, I've got about 1,350 or 1,340 episodes with 859-795-4067. I can say that number in my sleep, although it's because I say it all the time that it's so easy. Now, um, I'm trying to think what my phone number is for call aid. I think it's like one 800 1588 or something like that. Uh, but anyway, it, you know what? I, I've got my phone right here. I dialed it a couple times today. I should know, right? So hold on one second. I'll be able to tell you. Uh, but it, right now, I, I, what I did is I want to... Now, the cool thing about these 800 numbers, you can use Call 8 not just for podcasting voicemail. You can actually use it for 
uh, anything else. It's actually, um, you, yeah, you can use it for anything else. So if you wanted to have an 800 number to where people wanted to call, you know, to call you on your cell so it's not, you know, it doesn't cost them anything, of course, you have to pay the 6.9 cents. That's why it works great with voicemail. This having this 800 number, toll-free number, where you pay 6.9 cents uh, for for the call, um, it works great for voicemail because you can limit your voicemails to three minutes by default. Now you can go to call eight and set it up to five minutes. I saw in there, but you know that'll only increase the cost of each call. But then again, if that's something you want to do, you can do it. But yeah, so so I have a phone number that I think rolls off the tongue a little bit easier. And you, there are a lot of numbers to choose from, by the way. One eight hundred seven five seven eleven fifty eight. You know that that's a that's a whole lot easier than eight five nine. Seven nine five four zero six seven. So one eight hundred seven five seven eleven fifty eight. I think I might start using that. And basically, if you dial that phone number right now, it's just going to forward you to my broad voice number. And so, um, yeah, I'm I, old hard, old habits die hard. But yeah, the, anyway, I'm thinking about using that. And so, very cool. And if you're interested, uh, podcastanswerman.com slash voicemail. All right, what's next on the list here? Uh, looks like I got some feedback from Mari. I haven't heard from Mari in quite some time. Let's go ahead and see what he's got going on. Hey, Cliff. It's Mari calling from Southern California. It's been a while since I've called you. Still listening, just haven't uh, been sparked to call you until now. I was listening to podcast Answer Man number 109. Uh, I agree with you. Um, as far as the ambient noise when you're uh, interviewing somebody, it doesn't need to be overbearing, but that's what I really liked and attracted me when I first started listening to podcasts about four years ago, was people would just use whatever they had, and uh, they weren't so concerned to make it radio at the... You would use whatever you had, uh, headphone mics, parabolic mics, whatever would go, whatever you could hear your voice, and um, people wouldn't apologize. But then again, for the first year or so, you remember this, I'm sure most people were just talking about podcasting itself versus the content other than podcasting and what they were doing to, you know, progressively get better. But I agree. I, I like listening not to really slick studio podcasts. I like listening when people make um, mistakes and uh, where kids knock on the door and, and uh, the doorbell rings and someone yells in the background uh, or you're at a restaurant or you're at a ball game or something. That makes it more interesting that it's because it's different from radio. Radio is studio and podcasting should never be radio it should be the alternate to radio so anyway i just wanted to share that with you other than that there's a great podcast i've been listening to with um, scott Bourne and uh andy anako you probably have heard it it's uh managing your digital life uh mydl.me i think it is um and in their recent podcast uh scott failed to edit <laughs> some of his cuts out of it, and it really was interesting listening to uh, where they would make mistakes and then stop and then uh, get themselves back on track, counting one, two, three. Um, you really should listen to, I think it's episode number four, if you haven't been listening to uh, managingyourdigitallife.me. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Anyway, Cliff, it's been a while, a couple months since I've got feedback. Just want to let you know, um, keep up the good work. I've been listening. I just haven't been responding. So there you go. Have a good day. Bye now. All right, Mari, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, great to hear from you again, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, the ambient noise, I definitely like, you know, when you're doing an interview. Uh, he's referring back to an episode where I was talking about the Edderall recorder there, 
And that if you're going to do an interview and you're going to have that onboard condenser microphone, go somewhere where people can feel like they're a part of the picture. Now, I'm not go- I'm not a huge fan of ambient noise in a in a room or in a closed room or a closed space where your voice is just echoing off walls and it's quiet otherwise. And maybe there's just a fan blowing in the background. That's not the kind of ambient noise that I like. In that situation, I, I really wish people would have a dynamic microphone that makes their voice sound good and and uh, they're up clear on the mic, and, you know, they're up on the mic talking clearly and stuff like that. And I'm not distracted by by the echo of the room. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely love the ambient noise when you're out and, you know, there's a waterfall or there's a crowd in the background talking or cars passing by. The other day I did a podcast um, on uh, My Crazy Life. In fact, check this out. I Let me see if I can find it here real quick. I'm going to go to my plus access for our gspn.tv plus members. And I think this is it right here. You'll hear the rain. So, Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life, episode 397. Okay, so a couple things. So there you go. You heard the uh, rain uh, hitting the umbrella as I was walking. See, that's the kind of ambient noise that I really do enjoy. All right, so uh, some other things. You you talked about um, the fact that in the early days, it was people just, you know, they grabbed any microphone they could. And, and as long as they, I agree there was some, there was some real coolness to that. And in fact, it, it's what it really encouraged me back in the day to just head out to Best Buy, buy myself a real cheap headset and, and start plugging it into my laptop and recording my audio. I, I mean, that's exactly what we did. Um, to be honest with you, I don't like listening to those kind of podcasts unless there's ambient noise in the background. Um, you know, I, I really do prefer a little bit of a better audio quality. In fact, in fact, give you an example here, um, that I, there, we, Stephanie and I do a show called the Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast and the Grey's and ABC does an official podcast by the creators of that show uh, Shonda Rhimes and Betsy Beers, I believe, t- the two of them together, they do an official podcast where they talk about the show and their their thoughts and why they wrote what they did and why they did things the way they did and stuff like that. And uh, very interesting stuff. But I'll tell you what, um, their audio quality is so low that I just don't enjoy listening to their podcast. Now, the same thing is true, however, of the audio podcast for the official Lost podcast with Damon... Uh, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse. Now, the thing is, they have equally horrible audio quality in their podcast. It that what they do is they they turn it down to like fifty six kilobits per second or something like that, and it's and it sounds like they're in a trash can when they're talking, and and it, it the pot, the audio is all distorted and garbled. The only thing is, though, is I am terribly enthused by this tv show in fact i've recorded 114 episodes of the weekly lost podcast with my wife and so i love the tv show lost and and i will put up with their poor audio quality um because i really do love the content and i love those guys i think they're great i think they're funny they and stuff like that but uh betsy beers and and shonda rhymes and the the official grays Ah, it's not my thing. You know, I, I, I'm i interested in the show and I would love to listen to it for research. But you know what? As far as my as, as far as I'm concerned, that one's where the audio quality is just too low. Now, let me tell you something. Betsy Beers and Shonda Rhimes, if they were to go to, you know, Starbucks and have their conversations over coffee, 
I'd probably be more interested. I really would. Now, as far as managing, uh, how about how about the bloopers and the managing your digital life? I want to let you know, thank you very much. I checked out and subscribed to the Managing Your Digital Life podcast. Um, I listened to the first episode about, uh, probably about, I don't know, the first 18 or 19 minutes of it. Um, I did unsubscribe to it right afterwards. And and for me, it, it's, it, it was like um, the entire first episode for me was an entire advertisement. Um, the, the entire show, the first show was about backup and, and archiving and, and storage, which is great information. In fact, I may have even learned a couple things by listening to it. So it, it's not that there's not valuable content. But my gosh, that show is so full of advertisements. It was, I think they had some kind of online storage backup. They had Drobo. And they were doing they were doing picks of the week, which is just like Leo Laporte does on this week in tech and MacBreak Weekly, and all this other stuff. And and you know, just I mean, it it was just too much advertising for my taste. I, I I couldn't tell you know, okay, is this advertising for Drobo or is this the actual content of this episode? And it was it was a little bit too much ad- advertising for my taste. So I just unsubscribed. Now, I didn't get to listen to episode number four where they accidentally forgot to edit, edit out all their mistakes. Um, I, You know what? I, I agree with you. you the, you've heard me here in the podcast Answer Man. I've had the kids come into the studio, and I don't go and edit that out. Now, I may restart the beginning of this episode. In fact, this is probably take 17 almost. No, actually, it's probably, it's, it's probably take eight or nine on getting the first minute and a half of this show the way that I was comfortable with. I mean, I was stumbling over my words as, hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Answer Man, blah, blah, blah. And, as, and it just wasn't going right. It's like, you know what? The, for me, I believe the first three minutes of a podcast are so essential. And, I, and so that's something that I will be a little bit more of a perfectionist. But yeah, you know, if, if all of a sudden I drop a pen or spill something, I'm, I'm going to, oh, man, I just spilled something. Hold on. And and I may let the recorder go. I remember when Father Roderick did that once, and it was just awesome, and I, I like that. But, yeah, unintended blooper, it, just be real. Now, as far as your your concern or your comment about uh, podcasting is not radio and it shouldn't be radio, I don't agree with that. I mean, I, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I think podcasting can be anything to anybody. Um, in fact, the reason I say that is because I, I do have some clients of mine who are radio broadcasters. They are radio broadcasters and they're taking their radio show that they're doing on terrestrial radio and we're turning it into a podcast. Now, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think that's an excellent idea. Well, number one, it puts money in my pocket. So I think it's a great idea. Come on, Mari. Come on, man. You understand where I'm coming from? No, seriously. Uh, it, it, Here's the deal. Radio, terrestrial radio, there's these guys that are spending, you know, they do these one-hour radio shows five days a week. Uh, Some of them do three-hour radio shows five days a week. They spend hours every morning preparing for their show. And it just goes out there and they they record all of this content, all this valuable information. And the only people who ever get to hear it were the people who were there at the very minute in time where they were speaking it, only in the area where that terrestrial signal reaches. And what a shame is that? You know, what about all the hundreds of thousands of people who might be interested in that person's content all around the world? 
You know, and, and what about if you wanted to go back into the archives? Most of these radio stations, did you know they don't record all of those programs? I'm serious, they don't. Oh, man, it's crazy. And so, yeah, putting all that stuff up, archiving it, and, and growing your audience offline, very interesting stuff, especially when the, some of these, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but in a lot of terrestrial radio stations, uh, you hear these these programs, and you think they're all sponsored, and that's, you know, that's their job. They're being paid to be on radio. Uh, it's many times it's quite the opposite. A lot of people are out there, they're paying like, you know, somewhere between $1,800 to $3,000 a month just to be on the radio. And uh, they hope to cover that by some of selling some sponsorships to their show. But uh, I will tell you, I know for a fact from my experience with my clients, uh, uh, the advertising dollars just aren't there for radio anymore. Um, they're, they're, they're on the rapid decline and so uh, they, it, I think it's important for radio, and there are people out there who are radio people. They love radio, and I, I think they should all be starting podcasts, and I think that should do exactly what they were doing before, only with incorporating a little bit more of the element of some of the greater aspects of um, podcasting, which, of course, is the, you know, making sure that you understand that, hey, don't only pander to the people who are listening live, Pan, you know, say, hey, call me on the voicemail hotline. You leave it at any time over the next 24 hours. I'll play it in the next show and, and and interact with people. Get on Twitter. Have a chat room for your show and stuff like that. So I, I think radio, there, there are a lot of radio personalities that I think should be. In fact, one of my favorite podcasts is the Dave Ramsey podcast. Now, I don't listen to it as often as I, I would like because there's other podcasts I like more. But it, he's a radio guy and, and it's one hour of his three-hour radio show five days a week out on podcast and I love that and I'm so glad he's doing it but no I understand what you're saying Maury and 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 I don't think that I don't you know the cool thing about podcasting is we can all be in the same swimming pool that is awesome all right moving right on to Chris Oatley who sent us some feedback about uh well he's got a couple different things he wanted to say hey Cliff this is Chris Oatley I was just uh out walking my dog. Beautiful evening here in uh, Marina del Rey, California. And uh, listening to the podcast Answer Man and uh, eagerly anticipating my uh, new portable digital recorder that should be getting here on Monday, which I bought from you. And, uh, of course, was, as expected, totally impressed with your uh, speed and efficiency, and uh, I was just reflecting on how much podcasting really is a part of my life now, and how it never would have happened if not for gspn.tv, or it's highly unlikely. Uh, Podcast Answer Management has been, in particular, has been such a uh, just tremendous influence on my life, and more importantly, uh, your just passion and excitement for uh, for podcasting and Web 2.0 and the possibilities uh, that are are provided by those media. And um, yeah, so I I just wanted to just call and say thanks and uh, just really mention that put that one on the radar there that you know my life is totally different now that I've just really become a, an avid 
uh, podcaster and uh, just am really, really involved in Web 2.0. And it's uh, changed my life uh, irrevocably. And uh, I'm just excited to see what the future brings and uh, what, uh, what new things kind of transpire both creatively and uh, socially uh, in my life. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, tapping the first domino and uh, many, many other dominoes after that, for that, <laughs> for that matter. Uh, thank you, my friend, and uh, God bless you and your family. A good evening. All right, Chris, thank you so much for your feedback and, uh, and your call. And by the way, both of those calls, both Mari and Chris, came in on the broad voice line since we were talking about uh, the audio quality of calls. And, and here's Chris out there in California doing walking his dog on his cell phone and uh, sounds pretty darn good. All right, so anyway, uh, digital audio recorder. I, I, I'll tell you what, complete 100% full disclosure here, folks. Um, you know, you're not going to get any more real and authentic and honest as as anything else. You know, Chris has been saving up some cash for quite some time to buy a digital audio recorder from me, and uh, he uh, he did not buy the Edderall, uh, by the way. But uh, that's okay because I sell other recorders as well. Believe it or not, I do do that. Uh, but anyway, he bought a Tascam DR07, which of course I have reviewed here on the podcast, Answer Man both audio review and video review. I think it's episode 101 and 100 or something like that uh, if you go back into the archives. Anyway, he got one, and believe it or not, he got one that had some technical issues. So he was out walking in uh, his neighborhood, and all of a sudden he noticed that you know there was just this, this loud static noise in one channel uh, in the recording, um, and he thought it maybe was the wind, but it wasn't really the wind. He turned the gain way down and and stuff like that. And so, uh, I I really hate that that happens. Now, uh, in honesty, I've I've sold probably more than about forty eight thousand dollars worth of audio equipment in two thousand eight. And out of all of that equipment that I sold, I think I had one item that had to be returned and replaced. Uh, and so, as far as this year in two thousand nine, this is the first item that I've had. Uh, from Tascam that's ever had to be replaced. So, you know, these kind of things do happen, and uh, I feel terrible for my friend Chris because I don't know about you guys. It's just you want, you wait so anxiously for for something that you want it so bad, and then it comes and it doesn't work. And, and man, my heart fell to the floor when I found out that he was having issues. And and so uh, it's it, it's not a huge deal uh, because we are going to send him a replacement recorder and and uh, we're he's going to ship it back and, and uh, you know, everything's going to be all, I mean, we're going to make it right. There's no doubt about that. But uh, I just thought I'd give you full disclosure. I mean, I, you know, w- w- there are some things that are just beyond our control. And when you get a lot of these things that are mass produced, sometimes occasionally there's a unit that doesn't function right and that's going to happen whether you buy it at the local store for double the cost or if you buy it online through ebay or amazon or if you hopefully buy it through me over at podcastanswerman.com by giving me a call or uh by you know emailing me so anyway um as far as how much podcasting has changed your life chris you know absolutely obviously it's changed my life uh, I've been inspired by so many different podcasts, and my life is continuing to change. And one of the things I just want to say real quickly here is, is man, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, do it. 
Really? I mean, are, are you out there and you're thinking about you haven't done it yet? You know, you're, it's like, oh, I just don't know what I want to do. I don't let me let me just let me give you an idea. Podcast with a passion. Do, 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 or podcast with a purpose. Do, do you have a po- passion? Do you have a purpose in life? Have you ever uncovered that? You know, one of my things that I've, I've done, of course, is I've tried to find a way to uh, make my living doing what I love. And and that's something that's a real passion of mine. And, and you know, I, I, I strive hard every day to, to make things happen. And, and, and it's working and, and God is blessing that. And I really feel like, you know, one of the things that God's called me to do is to encourage people through podcasting by sharing my life online. And, and that's become evident, obvious uh, through the, the response to our gspn.tv plus membership over at gspn.tv slash plus. Just go over there and listen. Well, here, let me, uh, let me just do it real quick. Uh, we'll go there right now, and I'll give you an idea of what it means to podcast with a purpose. When you, when you podcast with a purpose, this is the type of feedback that you get. Hi, my name is Jenny, and I'm from Rochester, New York. I'm a mother of a young son, and I work full-time, and I spend a lot of time listening to GSPN podcasts. I started listening because I was into Lost, and I was looking for Lost podcasts. And I can't believe what I found in GSPN in just the the inspiration and sense of community that I feel by listening to their podcast. I really feel connected to Cliff and Stephanie and it's really important to me and I I think it's changing my life. It's inspiring me to live better and I'm just so thankful for all that they do and that's why I'm a Plus member and I'm really proud of that fact. All right, and here's another one from Aaron Benedict. Hi there, I am Aaron Benedict. I am a GSPN Plus member, and I am really excited to be a Plus member. The reasons that I'm excited, I think it boils down to three things, and that is content, content, and content. Uh, It is the content that you get from GSPN when you're a Plus member is is wonderful. It's educational. It's inspirational. It uh, it makes a difference in people's lives. Listening to Cliff and Stephanie interact with the community is just wonderful. They are great hosts of the podcasts that they do, and uh, I'm very fortunate to consider Cliff and Stephanie friends of ours. All right, and I'll play you one more. Hi, this is Christine, and I'm a Plus member at GSPN.TV. Uh, one of the reasons why I became one is that I love the community. I love what Cliff and Stephanie are doing. I'm so inspired by them willing to try and step out and live a dream that I could, how could I not support something like that? I love the interaction that I have with other Plus members. I love the Plus member extra shows. I love Stephanie Unplugged. It's something that I believe in. So why not support something like that? All right. So my friends, let me just tell you, there's something about podcasting with a purpose. And and so that's something I've been really thinking about. Obviously, Stephanie and I started all this stuff with just podcasting about a TV show. It was all a hobby at the time. It was just something that, man, I just love technology. I, I like to talk a lot and stuff like that. But over time, I recognized that there was something deeper within me that that just that podcasting appealed to. And, and it was really that through podcasting that I re- be, really began to discover what 
is is a is an overwhelming calling in my life and a purpose for my podcasting. And with everything I do, including the podcast Answer Man, which has more than one purpose. One purpose is to help me gain new uh, business through one-on-one consulting, uh, webinar, uh, member, you know, people joining our webinars and um, to sell audio, did I say audio equipment and, and podcasting consulting and, and, and stuff like that. So, so yeah, th- this show has more than one purpose, but really all of my shows, all of my shows really have an underlying lying purpose a- about them. And, and for me, it's more than just about the money. It's more than anything else. It is about sharing my life online and encourage it, it basically giving people content that's entertaining that is educational that is encouraging and inspirational and and it's gotten even further than that and it's in that I have finally decided okay if there's this there's this if I'm going to be encouraging people and I'm going to be inspiring people what do I want to encourage them to do what do I want to inspire within them and I and I, and it came became clear to me and evident to me through uh, the various recordings, 396 episodes of a podcast that I produce called My Crazy Life, that it's all about this pursuing a balanced life. You know, I, I struggled all the time, even before I worked for myself and and stuff. I, I struggled with being a workaholic, and and I still do. I still do. I struggled with uh, uh, very, very um, inexcusable um, uh, sedita- sedentary lifestyle. Um, I, this week I haven't. <laughs> this month I haven't. Um, but but I you know I struggle with so many different things. You know, spending time alone with God it was something that I would struggle with, and and all these other areas, personal development, reading to improve my knowledge and wisdom about different various things in the world. I always was just focused on what I had to do. My life was unorganized. It was, you know, my my to do my you know email and to do list was you know was leading my life or organizing my life instead of me organizing it, and it, it was just out of control. And and so th- these are things that have been you know, I've been sharing through this podcast called My Crazy Life, and I decided, you know what, so many people, a lot of those calls that you just heard, and there's so many more like it, uh, and I'm not saying that to be boastful. Please forgive me if it sounds boastful, uh, but, it, but it really is. I get a ton of feedback. I have this, I have this folder called Praise and Encouragement, and I, 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 I mark these files or these emails in this file uh, folder for days when I get discouraged and and when I feel down and stuff like that and I wonder you know what am I doing I mean it, it, is this is this really making a difference and and it is it is it's podcasting with a purpose and so um recently I decided you know what I want to I want to rename this pod, podcast because I want more people to start getting involved uh, in listening to me share my my pursuit of a balanced life and you know there are a lot of people who are subscribed and listening to this podcast called My Crazy Life but really the title of that show really didn't fit anything um it didn't fit the overall you know tone of what that show is about and so i decided you know what i bet you if i named the show Pursuing a Balanced Life kept the format the same but d- just renamed it i bet you that would be more appealing and more people would at least check it out and so um, that's something that I did after after three three and a half years. Yeah, I think after three and a half years and almost four hundred episodes, I made the decision to to put on the brakes 
change course and rename and rebrand that show. And so it is now the Pursuing a Balanced Life dot com podcast. And and actually pursuing a balanced life dot com is actually my blog. And 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 I've it used to be ravenscraft.org and I made a decision to 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 kind of rebrand my personal blog because um this pursuing a balanced life that's really sums up everything. It, the business, the family, the faith, the the personal development, the physical fitness and health and stuff like that. It's it, that's really who I am and what I'm called to do and and so I, yeah, I decided to take my my pod, my blog, and I'm starting to get serious about blogging again. I'm eventually going to write a book. I I just know it. It's something I've been called to do for quite some time, and and I really believe that with some things that I'm learning, some experiences that I have, I have enough in me to write a book. And so, definitely, definitely going to lead down that road. But if you haven't if you haven't decided to podcast yet, you really ought to get out there. Can I just tell you, there are people out there waiting to be entertained by you. There are people out there waiting to be encouraged by you. Uh, There are people out there waiting to learn from you and to be inspired by you. And every day you wait to start podcasting is a day that they don't get the benefit from what you have to share. And you do have something to share. I don't know what it is. You have to figure that out. But uh, check it out. Anyway, podcasting with a purpose. That's, that's that's today's public service announcement. Hey, one last call before we wrap things up here. This comes in from Sterling. Hello, Cliff. This is Sterling, and I just signed up for your upcoming webinar, and I just wanted to give you a little bit of feedback. Actually, my OS of choice is actually Linux, and I did some searching around, and I found that GoToMeeting, which is the software that will be used to host your webinar, actually does not run on Linux. I do have a Mac computer that I can use to join the the webinar, but I think one thing you might want to do is make sure that uh, people who sign up for your webinar know the requirements. Uh, You might want to find some cross-platform software so you won't be limited just to Mac and OS, I mean uh, Windows and OS 10 uh, users. And uh, I wanted to know if there's a site that we can go to to test our GoToMeeting setup because I, I would like to uh, make sure that works. I don't want to wait till the last minute to find out, okay, I'm having problems connecting. So I'll do some checking and um, but if you already know about that, uh, I'd appreciate any information you have on that. Um, I've listened to a few of your shows, and I'm really looking forward to the upcoming webinar. Thanks, and I'll talk to you soon. Sterling, thank you so much for your your feedback. And uh, yes, you're absolutely right. The GoToMeeting software that I use does not work on the Linux, and uh, I totally get what you're saying there, I, you know, and 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 I I listened to what you said and and closely as as I processed it. One of the things that I heard you say is my operating system of choice, and and there are a lot of Linux users out there. Um, however, I'll be honest with you, I have never used Linux before in my life, 
and I, I've only used Windows and the Mac, and I'm actually trying to get more well-versed in the Mac, which I have a podcast over at helpigotamac.com, and we, I think we just recorded our 73rd episode of that. Anyway, um, you know, I, I, so I am branching out. I did, I, I actually just switched to gotomeeting.com, and they are not a sponsor of this podcast, by the way. Uh, but I did switch over to them, and the one that I was using before uh, did both Windows and Mac, but it quit working on the Mac side when they did a Java update on the Mac, and GoToMeeting seems to work even in spite of that, so I switched over to them. Um, at this point, there, there's really, I mean, I think I could go over to WebEx, and WebEx actually has the ability to, to do um, Linux as well. The only thing is, is they're quite a bit, well, not quite a bit. I mean, just maybe 120 bucks more a year or something like that. But it's not something I've, I mean, you're the first person that I've had. I've done several web, webinars and first person I've had that has uh, said that, you know, that that they would prefer not using uh, a Mac or Windows. And I'm glad that you are able to join the webinar that you do have a Mac. And, and I've already sent him over a, a link where he can test the setup, make sure that he can get connected and everything, that the software works. And so I think we're good to go there. And uh, that gives me just a, a perfect segue, folks, to, to just say, hey, yeah, if you want to be a part of the webinar, you do need uh, to have um, a Windows or a Mac piece, uh, uh, computer to join and it's coming up on Saturday May tw- yeah Saturday May 23rd at 7 p.m. Eastern time um, and I would love it if you guys can join me uh, of course again uh, we're gonna be talking about it's it's a podcast production it's all about setting up your equipment uh, the pro you know the way that I do I mean I'm, I'm sharing basically my experience my setup uh, so it's going to be about setting up equipment and the workflow that I use that allows me to produce as many as 15 to 25 podcast episodes a month. I mean, but we're going to talk about so much. It's two hours. Uh, the price is right. I mean, head over to um, podcastanswerman.com. You'll see the big banner on the right-hand screen all the, and up until the date of the webinar. And uh, we're going to talk about equipment setup. We're going to talk about pre-production setup process. We're going to talk about software that you can use uh, both on the PC and also we'll give some alternatives for Mac users. Uh, We're going to talk about the recording process of doing a normal show, you know, pre-recorded. We'll talk about the process of doing a live show and streaming via Ustream and uh, taking in Skype calls and and taking in telephone calls and, and what equipment I use and what equipment you don't need and how you can do all that. We'll talk about post-production process and uh, just so much more. And not only that, but if you're a gspn.tv plus member, you do get $20 uh, off. And if you refer somebody else who's not a plus member, I'll credit you a $20 uh, refund when you, uh, once the uh, webinar is complete and your your referee has attended the webinar. So a uh, great way to to uh, to get in even at a lower cost. Well, folks, that is uh, that is all I have. I, I really do hope that you check that out. If you haven't done so, seriously, go over to podcastanswerman.com and uh, and click on the banner for the the webinar. Read through all the details there. If you have any questions whatsoever, let me know. If you want a one on one session of all of that stuff, just me and you, I'll have that available to you as well. Just email me, Cliff at podcastanswerman.com. That's C L I F F 
at podcastanswerman.com. And uh, we still love to get your voicemails. I got I got a ton more in the folder for upcoming episodes, but I'm always looking for new ones. And of course, you can give me a call at area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's eight, uh, area code 859-795-4067. And uh, if I can find my phone here real quick, I'll tell you the, the toll-free number if you want it. How about that? 1-800-757-1158. I'm going to get used to that, aren't I? 1-800-757-1158. I like that. I, dude, it took me... I, I'm not kidding you. I spent 25 minutes p- picking the right phone number. They had too many to choose from. I almost wish they would have just said, you know, hey, here's here's your number. <laughs> That's it. Go. But you do. You get to choose your number. And, and uh, they've got vanity numbers over there. They're, they're more expensive per month. But, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, 1-800-757-1158. I like that. It rolls off the tongue. And I love it because people won't have to, people won't have to uh, memorize our area code for Kentucky here, the 859 anymore. And so it's just 1-800. And then they, it's 757-1158. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, I'm done talking now. I need to wrap up. I've got lots of other stuff to do. I'm creating some websites uh, for some clients. I just want to tell you how blessed I have been. I, I, I thank God every day for the work that I have. Working as a new media consultant for a United States senator up for re-election. So that's fun. I'm working on his uh, website, setting him up a WordPress and a design uh, theme on WordPress. Setting him up on Twitter. We've got his Facebook fan page and stuff like that. Uh, that's a lot of fun to work on. Working with uh, some other folks out there, uh, some fly fishermen. I'm working with uh, some other fishing tournament guys that have TV shows. Uh, it just It's really cool to get to see all these different people and all their different ideas of what they're doing in podcasting. So many different ways of podcasting, and, and uh, I, I love being involved in it. And if I can help you in any way, I'd love to do that. Uh, just just uh, if you have questions for the podcast, uh, what is that number? 1-800-757-1158. And of course, if you wanted to talk to me one-on-one for podcasting, consulting, or equipment sales, you can call me on my cell phone. I'm serious. Call me on my cell phone. That phone number, don't tell everybody. It's 859-757-1399. Again, my cell phone number, 859-795-1399. Call me if you need some equipment or consulting. Bye-bye.